Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Neil Frazier. We're waiting for him to come on in, and we'll start with him, but I'll keep you occupied until he arrives. Let me get a sound check first to make sure that all the sound is coming through. I think it is from this end, but you never can be too sure. So give me a little thumbs up, some type of acknowledgement to let me know. Yes, Gina G, see you. Black Beauty, always, always. Monk Million, yes. Let me know if the sound is coming through clear. Sound check, sound check. Yes, peace and blessings always. Let me just type it in just in case you can't hear me. And then we can proceed. Let me just say sound check. No, if you can hear me. All right. Sound check, sound check. Is the sound coming through? Please let me know. Sometimes these things change up so much. When you hit the buttons and program things a certain way, and you go in and you're talking for five minutes and nobody hears anything. Thank you, Monk. Thank you, thank you. Reese. Welcome. Welcome on in. I see Brother Neil Frazier here. Let me add him to the stream. Brother Neil Frazier, there he goes. Okay, great. Let me add you one in. Hold tight. Let me um remove this banner and we can go in. Hold tight. Here we go. Yes, brother. Talk to me. Let me hear you. Your screen is frozen, brother. I don't know if it's the internet or not. Beautiful, beautiful. But, okay, now I hear you. Now I hear you. Sorry. sorry I'm... Don't worry about it. You're freezing up a little bit, though. I don't know if it's the phone. Sorry, I'm running a, a few minutes later. Say it again. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry I'm running late. I had a, a meeting here at the center. It, it ran a little oh, over. Oh, okay. Okay. So you, I'm going to put you... You sound like one of those um, xylophones. <laughs> Your voice. Does my voice sound like that too? Yeah, it sounds a little muffled. But it's okay because um, you said you're leaving out of the meeting soon? Oh, yeah. You're good now. Okay. 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 Yeah, how you doing, brother? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm glad to see you here. Yeah, yeah I'm out of the meeting now. Yeah. So I'm good. Can you hear me okay now? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. As long as the chat room okay. is yeah, Good to see here. you too, brother. Yeah, it sounds you're a little okay. choppy, but... Well, good day today. You yeah. know, just... Uh, what are you going to see right there? Okay. okay. So, so my voice is not clear or... We can hear you 75, 80% of the time, but it sounds like it's going in and out. Hmm. Oh, okay. Not sure why that is. You're but, inside. Uh, of I'll, I'll try to do my best. With okay. Inside. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We'll, we'll carry on, man. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll deal with what we have. Should I move outside? Should... Yeah, outside might be a little better. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can move outside. If, it, if it's... Oh, Okay. Okay, give me a second. Okay. 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 Uh, 
big building. Okay, can you hear me better now? Yeah, yeah. You're pulling in a better signal. Okay. Okay. It's a little it's a little windy out here, but it's fine. As long as you guys can see and hear me, that's that's good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure uh why that is, but am I am I okay now? Yeah, you're good, man. Okay. Well yeah, I'm glad glad to be here today. Uh just wanna greet everybody in the chat room. Greetings to you, brother Lance. You're everywhere. I see you on TikTok. I see I see you everywhere. And I'm like, okay, this is uh this is great. You know, it's and just, uh, artificial huh? Just the beginning. I found out some new tricks. So this week, you know, okay. I took this weekend to learn some things. And so now this week. We're going to blitz it. Trust me. Yeah, man, that's that's great. Because uh, the, the one thing that's very important is our people um, get, you know, the truth and, uh, you know, get all the sides that's going on with us because they have a full court press on us. So we have to uh, retaliate, should I say, or go on the offensive. Um, exactly. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but... but uh, I'm glad to be here again today. Uh, the subject, uh, the, the reason why I came up with this subject, uh, Brother Lance, is because I ran across a couple of videos. Well, first I talked to uh, a friend of mine. She's from the Philippines, and uh, she was kind of frantic. I did, I did say hello to everyone in the chat room. But uh, she was kind of uh, frantic. Um, her uncle is moving here to the States, and uh, apparently, I mean, we know this, that the uh, image that's projected about black people here in other countries, and even the people that come here, is just horrific. And uh, she was saying, well, well, I'd like you to meet my uncle and uh, to talk to him if you could, because... You know, I have black friends, and that was the first thing he asked me about. And uh, I said, sure, I don't have any problems. She said, well, he speaks good English, but I don't think it's a good idea to meet him face to face. I was like, what? That's <laughs> insane. What are people, I mean, what are people being told about black people in this country? And then I ran across a video. It had some young brothers on there. And then big captions, you know, uh, the show you did on demons and you had the word demons on there. Yeah. They had a big caption saying demons. Uh, what's happening to this generation of black men or black males? Wow. And I was like, OK, this this is enough. This is enough for me. Uh, I'm going to clap back against this because. Um, one of the things that they have always effectively been able to do is to paint this narrative because, of course, um, prior to YouTube, you know, they had all the media, the movies, they could say pretty much what they want. But even with everything that we have on YouTube and shows like yours, somehow this message is still being kind of um, thwarted by this onslaught of, uh, of uh, shows that they have all over the media with right-wingers. You even have some, some black uh, 
academia people that are co-signing a lot of this stuff. So I, I know that <clears throat> we know a lot of our history now, but I really wanted to home in on the historical record um, also to talk about how, you know, who the real criminals are, okay, and how black became bad and how white became good. Because we all know that just because you have a religion, that doesn't make you good. In fact, some of the worst people, and I hate to use this word referring to people who think that they're walking in the spirit, but some of the worst people can be our people who are um, involved with Christianity. So today, uh, I wanna start out by going over the historical record or just going over some of it. Um, the other thing I saw before I get started is uh, in an area that you're, you're very familiar with, uh, a city not far from Orlando, Florida, called uh, Akea or Akoi, but it's the uh, Akoi Massacre. I don't know if you heard of it or not, but it yeah, took brother. place... Oh, yeah, I know you're familiar with that. Pine it Hill. took place. Huh? Yeah. Pine Hills, where we used to live. We used okay. to live in Pine Hills at the Okoe line. Oh, that, interesting. Yeah, yeah. You can just walk two or three blocks and be in Okoe from where we really? live. And um, it's really? changed now because of the time. Yeah. But yeah. It, it still held on to that flavor up until about, I would say, maybe seven years ago when they started yeah. selling out a lot of the farmland back there. We used to walk yeah. up and they tore the whole place up and made new subdivisions, yeah. you know? But Yeah, um, I heard about that. Yeah, they tore it all out. But remember, it was, it was, yeah. it had places back there, I think it was Tildenville, Tildensville. Okay, yeah, Tilden I've heard of that. Next to Coe, yeah. going back, man, all of that back up in there. And also going down into, um, oh, I forgot the part by um, Winter Garden, but going down Hiawassee over Route 50, they had an area, and I've spoken to it before, and I'll say this quick, where there was a gentleman who, uh, was it the windows or the floors or something? He came and mm -hmm. talked to this guy, he about maybe a year younger than me. Yeah, but uh -huh. well, no, it wasn't Pine Hills. I'm going to find it on the map. I'll tell you, it's below Route 50 on the other side. But over there was 95% clan, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. And so he was telling me, and it's a white man. They called him a nigger lover because he liked rap uh -huh. music. You know, the whole family. <laughs> so he told me that, yeah. um, you know, the bankers, doctors, religious clergy, he said, you wouldn't believe how around here is saturated with people in the clan who also, yes. you go, to the hospital and they're giving you medicine. They're, you're asking mm -hmm. them for loans. You, you know, you know, you, you're seeing these people in the street. They have restaurants and they're cooking your food, and they're all clansmen yes. in, in the yes. clan, women and men. Yeah, but they that women role. and men. Yeah, yes. yeah. And this is now. And you know, I. Oh yeah, this is now. And you Children. know, uh, some. Oh yeah, absolutely. And some of the. Uh, so I watched the video. And um, I, even though I knew about this in history anyway, but uh, a lot of our people don't realize they took a lot of the land from our people there. Uh, 
and uh, some of the descendants were talking about the fact that their grandparents basically just died and they were around when this incident happened. But, you know, like, like many of the incidents in history that, and this is one of the reasons why in the state of Florida that they really don't want to teach black history. Because if you teach black history, then you have to teach all of the things that happened to our people, which is, which is horrific during this time. And mm -hmm. so, you know, <clears throat> it doesn't matter uh, the fact that things have changed now. The fact is all of that land that belonged to black people, one of the guys was driving by and he said, uh, my father, before he died, uh, took me over here and he showed me all of this farmland that we own, that the Ku Klux Klan and, and even the officials there conspired to destroy black that black town. And, and we know the history of this, even with Tulsa, Oklahoma, when they bought. Now, Tulsa, Oklahoma was the first uh, city in the United States. OK, that was bombed. All right, we know of an incident, we had an incident in Philadelphia with a group called MOVE, you probably remember them, or Africa, and uh, their home was bombed as well. So it got, me to, it got me to thinking, you know, this is insane. When people come to this country, and I know this too from, you know, people that I know, that they show this movie that they put together, okay, all people entering into this country from foreign countries. And on this movie is nothing but the most uh, horrific incidents that uh, black people, you know, contributed to during their time here in America, which is not a whole lot. And, and it can't even compare to what has happened to our people. So... This is why I wanted to set the record straight of who the real global criminals are, okay, uh, and how they changed uh, black from being good. And that's why I, um, I sent you that picture of, uh, uh, I believe that's Mayotte with the wings. So the, the, first, the first incident where, or symbol of, someone wearing wings was Maya and Aset, black women. Okay, and a little later in the text, we're going to discuss why that's very important in terms of how they remove the feminine energy, okay, from what they call the Trinity, and, and we'll go into that. But I want to start out by going over the historical record here on the earth, which our people called Geb. Uh, I want to piggyback on something you just said in terms of uh, medical racism. So the, f the first two areas we're going to talk about is medical racism and scientific racism. And there was a video done several years ago by this uh, doctor with the CDC. Okay. And he showed how Planned Parenthood would take the unborn fetuses, okay, and actually use those to put in vaccines. 
that they would grind the babies up, put them in these big needles, okay, and they were part, and, and a lot of the doctors, he said, and him and his family had to move out of the country from threats from, you know, other white people. But Margaret Singer, who was the founder of Planned Parenthood, was a racist. And their philosophy was to destroy the people who they felt were not worthy. Now, you have put yourself in the place of the creator and say that these people are not worthy to actually live on the planet. And you're going to be the one to decide that. So in this, in this medical racism, as you were saying, that we trust these people too much. One of, one of the other areas, too, with uh, medical racism is uh, back in the day when our people were on the plantation, a lot of the uh, black slave women were used, okay, as experiments that they would put things inside of them to see if these, these instruments that they created would work. And, and I don't even want to think about, you know, what our women went through in regards to them testing them, uh, testing these uh, things on them as if they were some type of animal. So we want to set the record straight of who the real criminals are um, and what they have done to our people, what they have done to our people throughout the diaspora. And, and the new warfare that they're using through artificial intelligence and why it's so important for us to stay grounded on what's happening here on the planet. Uh, <clears throat> in the scientific racism, there's a, a thing called zoology. Now, today, we take our kids to the zoo to see animals and exotic animals or what have you. But before then, they were using uh, black people from Africa, who they call pygmies, who we know are the Twa people, one of the first people on the planet. They had a young man called Oda Benga that they brought to New York City and put him on exhibit, okay, in a big cage with monkeys. And they were touting him as the missing link between uh, monkeys and humans. So what they would do is they would have thousands of white people to come every day. Okay, and, and this is where they got dissatisfaction from, um, believing that they somehow were superior because you have someone in a cage that you're saying that is the missing link between human beings, okay, and apes or gorillas because they really wanted to push this narrative. And, and many of uh, the uh, anthropologists uh, during that time, from Harvard, Yale, Columbia, New York University, all of them was pushing this ideology. Okay, and they dehumanized uh, Oda Benga to the point where he was looked at and treated as an animal. Okay, so this is where 
this is something that's very critical to our people to, to comprehend because a lot of times as time go on, we forget about things that have happened that has helped to shape this demonic attitude towards us when the, when the script has been flipped by the most demonic people that have ever lived on this planet. Okay. And I did, when I use that word people, I cringe because to think that human beings could actually do this is a big stretch. And as you were, you were mentioning the Ku Klux Klan for 150 years terrorized our people. Okay. They terrorized them to the point where at night they couldn't sleep because they didn't know if a bunch of men would show up with guns, firebomb their homes, and try to kill them. Okay, this is criminal behavior. Nowhere in the history of black people have you ever seen our people inflict this type of damage uh, on other people. Nowhere in our history. Okay, so we know that the history of these people is colonization, invasion, and absolute destruction of black lands wherever they went. One of the most interesting things, and I remember as a kid, this uh, show used to come on. It was a cartoon called The Tasmanian Devil. And of course, you know, we kids, we liked the show. We didn't know anything about Tasmania or what the history of it was. But I found out. Because on the continent of Australia was the complete erasure of Aboriginal people. And then the small island that was near Australia for all black folks, I just saw the documentary again, were wiped completely out, as well as in Australia. But what they did in Tasmania was absolutely demonic and horrific. And uh, they had some of the descendants, the descendants talking about, um, you know, that their parents and their grandparents um, passed down this oral history to them and told them exactly what happened. So they have a major penitentiary in Europe called Port Arthur. And they released all of their most violent criminals, okay, and, and sent them on a flotilla to Australia. And they ended up slaughtering and murdering millions of Aboriginal people in Australia and Tasmania. Okay, so one of the ladies, there, there's a sport that's very, uh, well, it's the number one sport in Australia. It's uh, where they're riding on the horse. It's like hockey. And, and they're hitting the uh, ball through the little loops or what have you. Because, again, we used to play this as a kid. We, we didn't have the horses, 
But, you know, we had the sticks and the balls and the loops that we were trying to hit them through. But she said something that was, that was so gut-wrenching to me that it, I couldn't even imagine. You know, I was trying to imagine it in my head. But she said they would take hundreds of their children, bury them up to their head, and then ride by on horses with sticks and see who could knock the heads off the children. Now imagine that. Imagine the horror of that. And she said, if they couldn't do, and this is also the origin of soccer. She said, if, if they couldn't do it with the sticks that they made, that they put these big, uh, like, boulders on, then they would use their feet. So, you know, again, these are the type, and this happened in 1788. Now, these are the types of criminal demonic activity, again, that black people have never participated in. You can go back as far in, in history as you want, and you will never see this type of behavior from our people. The other thing is that she was saying that millions of the women, after they slaughtered the men, were raped and then after they raped and brutalized the women, they murdered thousands of them. Okay, oh, and, and they, the ones that they spared, you know, they used for whatever they wanted to use them for. Okay, but they basically tortured them. They brutalized them. And then they end up lynching the women when they had no more use for them. Um, they, they showed some pictures where they would burn them, okay, put them uh, on a stake and burn them. And, and it was just horrific. And this documentary was so bad that uh, they, they banned it for a long time. It, it just really came out maybe a decade or so ago. But uh, when you when you look at it, some of it they had to block because it, it's just too much for you to look at and, and to take in. Uh, the other thing that we know, okay, is that no matter how much you hide behind religion, we know that you are responsible for the economic and uh, oppression and psychological terror of our people. I'll give you an example. So on on Sunday, they showed uh, a film where they were celebrating Easter at a white church. But at the same time, they were passing out leaflets to for people to come and witness a lynching. And see, this is something, too, that's not talked about. This was very prominent back during that time. Okay, up until the 1920s. And in some, depending on what states, many of the southern states, this continued into the 30s. Um, but we know the brutality that was involved with this. But at the same time, okay, you have people saying that they're worshiping God. And at the same time, planning to lynch another human being. 
Um, this is also the origin of picnics and barbecues because, and you can read a book called The Delectable Negro to verify this, is that they, and I know a lot of this stuff, um, you know, people have heard before, but I have to bring this out before I get into the meat and potatoes because somehow black people are being portrayed as evil, demonic, or whatever term you want to use. Whereas we have never, nowhere in our history, done anything clo remotely close to this type of evil. Okay, so this is the origin of picnics where they would cut off all of the body parts of the person that they lynched. Okay, then they would have a picnic. Now, no matter how you try to slice and dice to this, this is cannibalism as well. Okay, so you're going to stop painting our people in this light that you're painting them to the world. Okay, because the real criminals, okay, we know who they are. Barbecues, uh, we, you know, I love barbecues, but the origin of barbecues surrounds this same activity where they would barbecue our people on the grill and then fight over the body parts. So we're talking about animalistic behavior, okay, being used towards our people, but yet now you want to say that our people are, are trying to paint our young people as demonic. No, no, Th this is not going to fly because the other problem that this causes is it locks our people out of their rightful place in not only in history, but in their economic welfare today. This is why so they're being, we're being discriminated against uh, in employment and all other areas of uh, activities of human uh, life. Okay. The other major issue that we're facing is the uh, AI racism that's inherent in, in AI, I should say. The racism that's inherent in, in AI because they're taking this information that they have taken over the last couple of decades in regards to black people, you know, just fighting for survival and doing a lot of things that they shouldn't be doing. And they're showing, they're putting this in AI so that the algorithms will discriminate against black and brown people. And, and uh, I saw a couple of documentaries on how, you know, how this is being done. But the reason why we have to clap back against this is because once this becomes the norm in the algorithms, okay, there, it's going to almost be impossible for us to erase this. So let's look at who the invaders were. Okay, the invaders of black lands were the Hyksos, okay, in which our people drove them out finally, the Visigoths, who our people drove out of southern Spain, 
The Nazis, we know the history of the Nazis, okay, and what they're not telling is what the Nazis did to black people as well, because a lot of our people don't know this history where in all of the, the lands that you see, let's take Italy, the Etruscans in Italy, okay, these are black people. I had a friend that went to Italy uh, earlier in the year, and when he came back, he called me, he was just, he, he was like, Neil, I can't believe it, man, you were right. He was like, I saw more black people in Italy than anything else. He was like, this is unbelievable. I could not believe what I was seeing. And see, this is the history they hide from our people. You take Russia, okay, Russia would never have the Russian language without a black man called Alexander Pushkin. Okay, and when they invaded these lands, they killed these indigenous black people, just like they did everywhere they went. And of course, we know the history of the Romans and the Greeks. So one, one of the things that, one of the major things that they introduced to these lands was the lower vibratory emotions that's still with us today. Hatred, jealousy, selfishness, envy. They introduce this low vibratory energy to our people, while at the same time putting a Bible in their hand. And this is a major contradiction. Okay, on the one hand, you're speaking about attributes of a God that you worship, but in your behavior, you are acting like devils. Okay, and, and we, we can look at the record in terms of the religious wars, okay, the, the inquisitions that were fought, where millions of people were slaughtered and killed in the name of God. Okay, so there's no way around your barbaric history. And you can try to bury it and sweep it under the rug and now make black people the face of evil. But we know who the real criminals are. Okay, we have a historical record that spans thousands of years. One of the real interesting things... Um, that I went back and I studied was on uh, Mandel's law. And he was the geneticist at first, just like a lot of them who are, who are ignorant in the beginning, but they soon find out. He started out using um, flowers and using uh, uh, beans or peas. Okay. And he wanted to see how, uh, what the genetic uh, outcome of putting uh, different types of uh, peas and flowers together that were genetically different. And what he found out was something that blew his mind because he was not, even though he knew this, 
to actually see it in nature as well, okay? This is why when, when they uh, are in a lab dealing with uh, rats, that they have to use white mice. And the reason they have to use white mice is because that's the only way that they can apply whatever it is they learn to white people. Because all other specimens of any type of animals or insects have melanin. So if you use a brown or a black rat, it's not gonna, you're not gonna get the same results. So nonetheless, what he found out was when he put uh, melanated plants, animals, whatever he put together, it always, they always dominated the recessive genes. Okay. So the only way that you can duplicate uh, white was to have uh, two insects, animals, or plants, or people that had recessive genes. And we know that recessive genes are at the lowest scale of human existence. And we know that blonde hair and blue eyes are a result of recessive genes. Now, here's another thing. Black people are the only people that can produce all of the spectrums of color. And, and even we produce white people. You see this in uh, albinism. I think I sent you uh, a, a, a video of some pictures about a year ago about how they have the uh, uh, albin albinized people, they have them like in an area where they lived, you know, they can't come out. It's, it's like some type of uh, concentration camp because they, they were afraid of them. They didn't know how, you know, how this uh, genetic nature, part of nature could be produced. But what they found out was that recessive genes can come out of black people. So now we look at how this, so with this knowledge, they begin a propaganda campaign to glorify recessive genes. That's why you see on TV, on, you know, in magazines, in the movies, where they have our sisters wanting to bleach themselves out or have this long blonde hair, not knowing that this is a recessive aspect of your being. So, they, what they did was they started glorifying blonde hair and blue eyes to say that this was preferred over melanated, beautiful, black-skinned women, which we now know is not the case. But they continue to do this no matter where you go. Uh, I was listening to a brother that was, uh, where was he at? in Indonesia, maybe? It was, it was in one of those countries where, okay, the majority of the people are brown people. However, 
when you look at television like we do today here in this country and all over the world, all you see are these blonde hair, white, well, in this case, they had black hair, but their skins were bleached. Okay, and that's all you see anywhere you go in the world because they control the media that they have recessive genes, okay, as the dominant uh, image of the world. But of course, we know that this, this again was produced from the uh, rape of millions of our indigenous sisters in all of the lands that they invaded. That is how this was produced. Okay, so let's, let's kind of fast forward to today. And, and let's look at the, the thing that came out of this as a result of this, this projection and this image of, of these recessive genes being the standard of beauty for the world, it created a form of narcissism. Even with you knowing scientifically that this is wrong, you are still going to lie and act as if this is the dominant position and image of the world in terms of the creator. So you have this God complex and this narcissistic uh, spirit that you project on the world that's based on falsehoods. And what has this produced? It's produced the seeds of unrighteousness. When you look at what they call Sodom and Gomorrah, so nothing, whenever you put a lie as the truth, the energy of that lie is going to um, bring forth unrighteousness. And, and this, is, this is what is happening today and which is also a form of judgment, okay, from the creator on this behavior. Um, and it's very important because the archetypes that are created from this in the minds of our people and our children, whether we know it or not, is the worship of a man and a woman as gods. But the thing I'm really concerned about is, uh, now I heard this report the other day that eventually they're going to cut down a majority of the trees and, and you know they have these artificial trees now that that they have in replace of the natural trees and this has a major impact okay on the natural existence of black folks this has a major impact on us so one of the reasons why they can do this again is because when you see a big pretty tree, you don't care if it's natural or unnatural because we're forgetting that the divine laws that govern life here on the planet has to do with 
the with nature and the naturalization of everything on the planet. Okay. So so we know that these these criminals, okay, they are liars and they're thieves. Everything that they have, they have stolen from us. Now, before I go into uh, this part of the presentation, I wanna I wanna make a comment about uh, the uh, image that you have uh, on the banner. Um, the goddess Shashak, okay, th this is where they get the Adam and Eve story from, which is basically a, a myth. A myth. It's a mythological story. There are people that have thousands of myths that were written in, in what is known as the Book of Stone or the Books of Stone that are in Kemet. You can clearly see them. Okay. So this story about uh, Eve taking a fruit off of a tree, uh, the tree of knowledge, so-called, that they plagiarized and giving it to Adam is directly plagiarized from the uh, Book of Stones, the picture that I sent you of the goddess Shishak, which is 6,000 years old, before there was any place known as Europe, before they came up with these stories, where she took the fruit of knowledge from the tree of wisdom and light and gave it to the king okay, or the pharaoh for them to rule. So these, these stories, again, are plagiarized and taken and then repackaged and given to you in what you know today as the scriptures. And I, I wanted to make that point because much of the image that they have presented to the world in these symbols came directly from us. We know this, this is documented. Uh, many of our scholars have written books about this. But again, somehow our people are still worshiping the images that the evil that has been done to our people and the evil people who have concocted these lies have put out to the world and have deceived the world. Okay, so let's talk about the worship of man, okay? And, and I, I pulled four scriptures from the Bible in order to show you how this deception was done and how this image of white, okay, was plagiarized to be good. So the first scripture that, that we're going to talk about is to deny yourself and follow me. Now, I'm not going to go into, everybody knows this story if you went to Sunday school or went to church and whatever. Okay, but just, just think about the words. Deny yourself. Who is yourself? Where the greatest, one of the greatest uh, sayings in the history of our people is to know thyself. So if you know yourself, why would you deny yourself and follow someone that is leading you down a, a deep rabbit hole 
to destroy you, to destroy your children and everything that look like you. And so think about the level of deception and manipulation that it takes to present these type of scripts to bind people. Okay, and to tell you to deny yourself and follow. And that's exactly what our people are doing. Denying ourselves, our history, ignoring our history, ignoring who we are to the creator and following, okay, a people who have already sold, well, I guess you could say their souls, whatever you want to call it, to this evil manifestation and energy that exists in our world today. And they're opening up, trying to open up all kinds of vortexes to bring this energy in, which I call counterfeit spirits, okay? And the reason why they're counterfeit spirits is because based on the law of polarity, there is a opposite to everything. And this is where this concept that they have told you about called the devil comes from. There is no devil. There's this evil energy, okay, that this Luciferian energy that they bow down to, okay, that is driving, that has driven all of this evil criminal behavior impacted on the world to this day. The other scripture that they use, okay, to subdue our people physically, mentally, and mainly spiritually, is slaves obey your masters. Now, we know that we did have what they term as masters, okay, who perpetrated the most evil, and I'm not going to go over this again because our people know this history now. But to have the nerve to tell a people that you have already subjugated to the lowest level of human existence, the animalistic level, to obey your masters, what type of craziness is this? You have got to be either insane, out of your mind, or again, someone that doesn't exhibit human, the human spirit. Because there is no way in hell that you could tell people or quote people these type of scripts and expect them to live by it. On pain of death, by the way. But many of our people don't want to accept this. The other scripture that has really been devastating to our people, that I, to me is, is one of the most criminal things that has ever been produced, okay, from the Bible. And that is to turn the other cheek. What in the hell, how in the hell could you be under this type of evil and turn the other cheek from it? What sense does that make? How in the world could, you know, a lot of times all we have to do is just sit down and think about some of this stuff that we have been told.
How are you going to turn the other cheek when someone is murdering and raping, okay, and lynching your people every fucking day? How are you going to turn the other cheek? Or more importantly, why would you turn the other cheek? And then the final one that I pulled out was uh, love your neighbor as yourself. And this is the one that has our people in the economic condition that we're in today because we spend 95% of our time trying to love people who have never shown us any love at all. And that continues to lock you out out of everything. But yet you're going to love your neighbor as yourself. No. And when they speak about your neighbor, they're talking about other people in this country. They're not talking about somebody that you live in physical proximity to. They want you to love what they call when every time you go into these buildings of death, they quote these same scriptures to you. And many of you don't know that they train these. I heard a minister one time say, uh, someone was saying, uh, asking him, okay, if you know that this is wrong, and if you know that you're misleading our people, then why do you continue to do this? And he was very honest with his response. He said, because if I didn't tell the people what they want to hear, I wouldn't have a congregation. So what does that say about us? And he was very honest about this. He said, I wouldn't have a congregation if I, if I, if I didn't do, do and say the things that I say. Because again, our people, we attach emotionalism to spirituality when they are totally opposite based on the law of polarity. They are two totally opposite energies. Okay, so let's go into the, the psychological uh, aspect of what we know as spirituality, okay, or what you call religion. Let's take the Exodus, for example. This was not a physical reality. This was a psychological awakening. And what is the Exodus? It's that you're walking away psychologically from the symbols and images that you have been indoctrinated with all of your life for all of these centuries that we have been here. This is what the Exodus is. It's not these lies that they have told you, okay, and continue to tell you for a specific reason, okay. This is the psychological awakening, which now they are making a mockery. See, every time our people progress, they make a mockery of the things that we use to progress, particularly the words. And remember, Whenever you're using the English language, which, which is a bastardized language, then the, what you think that word mean doesn't necessarily mean that, particularly when it's applied to you. So again, the exodus means a psychological awakening of our people. 
uh, moving from being dead, okay, or, you know, being uh, in a state of inertia to now one that is putting energy in motion. Let's take the Moses concept, okay? Now, the Moses concept, which our people, and, and I, I said this on one of the videos, that our people couldn't read, okay, or write, so they had to depend on the slaves that, that they allowed to be preachers to um, tell us what these scriptures meant. And the, from the very first time, they heard the story of Moses, our people yearned for deliverance. And, they, and, and this is also behind why our people love this personality called Jesus, which did not exist in history because the letter J was formulated by the Europeans in the 1600s when they came into this country. There's a personality called Yahshua, but there is no personality in antiquity named Jesus, although millions of our people are emotionally attached to this name. But the Moses concept was a physical awakening or self-love. Okay, because we yearn for this. Imagine the type of pain and suffering that our people were subjected to. This is, this is human nature, fight or flight. We knew we couldn't fight against it, so we yearn to get away from it physically. Okay, this is what the Moses concept was. It wasn't nobody opening no damn Red Sea and people walking through the Red Sea. Come on. The other thing is uh, that this was a form of separation from economic oppression, this Moses concept. Again, th th this is a transitional period for our people because when our people walked off of those plantations, they had nothing. I, I, you know, I remember listening to the slave narratives for hours because I get consumed with stuff like that. And they were saying that, where are we gonna go? What are we gonna do? We don't have anything. And this is when they began to really look towards this figure called Jesus that they were given because this was the only salvation that they had. They didn't know any better. But now once you have come into the knowledge of the truth, brothers, time to leave this behind. Okay? But again, I, I ain't going to lie, man. I was in tears listening to the slave narratives a couple of weeks ago because they were saying, where were we going to go? And, and then this is why. Now, imagine you have no place to live. They were already living on floor. When, when they were in slavery, slaves didn't live in beds on, on mattresses. They slept on the damn floor. OK, in case you didn't know. But when they left those plantations, okay, this is when they realized that they had to go right back on those plantations and work for 40 cents a day. And that was only after picking <laughs> uh, boatloads of cotton 
or hanging tobacco all day, okay, that they were paid, still paid, well, they weren't paid when they were in slavery, but they were paid 40 cents a day. Now, imagine people being paid 40 cents a damn day, saving their money, all of them come together, save their money, and purchase land or build what they built. Imagine that. See, this is why I get frustrated with our people. There's no excuse for us with the type of money that we are exposed to today. These people had nothing. They worked 16 hours a day in many cases. And that's why this bull crap that they're projecting, talking about our people are lazy. You can stick that up your rear end, okay? You know, they walked off these plantations. Not only were they working for four, and then they had to turn around and use half of that to pay for where they were sleeping at. In these little barns with the animals off the back. The slave owners would say, uh, you remember that little shack that y'all used to stay in? Uh, guess what? Half of the money you, you make in that 40 cents, we take in 20 cents. Now imagine that. But our people still built what they built under this criminal, cruel system. The most criminal system ever created by man. Now, <laughs> I was in a, I guess you can call it a debate with a few people the other day. What they said, oh yeah, well, white people were, uh, in slavery too, really? Okay. Well, there is a big difference between indentured servants working for seven years and getting their freedom and then you giving them something to walk off of that place with to start a life and people, okay, who are in chains and feathers that are bound and whipped and lynched and killed and raped with no dignity. There's a hell of a difference between that. Their families split up and sold. Some of them never saw their mother or father or wife or husband or children or grandparents again. There's a hell of a difference. So don't bring this crap to me, okay, about white people being in slavery. They were not slaves. They were indentured servants. You even have some black people now trying to say this. And this is a type of insanity that has been produced in our children. And this is why we must tell our children the truth. There is no. The other thing is reparations is not just from the land you stole from us and the wealth we created for the Western world. It's for the literal murder and destruction of our people, millions of people for centuries, which you can never make up, okay? You can never make this up. Let's talk about, now, I, I want to talk about something that's real sensitive to our people, because every time I bring this up, I get clapped back from people, okay? When you talk about 
the the original trinity was Asar, Aset, and Heru. Okay, that is the original trinity. But what did they do? This is why I had the goddess Shishak and, and the symbol that you have with Mayat with wings. That's the real angel. Okay, but why did they eliminate the feminine energy, okay, or the creatrix energy, which is, without that energy, you wouldn't have the magnetic energy that we have on the planet today. You would not have that. But again, every time these people, these criminals do something, it's to destroy your energy, your history, and your growth and development. When you look at the feminine energy that came out of antiquity of our people, okay, because you never had a god without a goddess, okay? You take one of the great pharaohs who was a female, Hepshutzik. They want to wipe her out of history. They want to wipe Aset out of history, the Greeks named Isis, who they built a temple and worship. They want to destroy Queen Ty. They want to destroy, destroy this image of our strong black queens. Why? Because if they did not, they could not justify putting this counterfeit spirit that you call the Holy Spirit in the place of our great queen sisters. And then there's the goddess Nuke, who is shown as the sky. But you have this misogynistic white male image, okay, that cannot stand to see the energy of the black feminine queen, okay, shown to the world. Not only that, but they wanted to destroy the divine balance. Because you cannot have a, a god without a goddess. Or you cannot have a creator without a creatrix. We know this from divine law. Okay. So this is the reason why they tell you that there's a Holy Spirit. When you are the only Holy Spirit that exists on this planet. You are. There is no Holy Spirit uh, that's coming from somewhere to give you some power to speak in tongues. That crap is for elementary school kids. And these are the lies that have been told that now have to be crushed if our people are ever going to move forward. The feminine energy is the only Holy Spirit that exists in this world. Okay? They have taken this counterfeit spirit and they have removed a set and placed this, this counterfeit evil spirit in its place. You can say whatever you want. I don't care. 
you can get upset with me. Uh, I, uh, I know I'm going to get a bunch of emails, and most of it is from black folks, surprisingly. But now we have got to come out of this because right now, again, as I said on one of the videos, that divine judgment through the Netaru, which you have been falsely taught are angels, okay, are, are and you can see this all throughout the planet, there's swift judgment coming against this. So now that we know who the real criminals are, how, how did they flip the script from the righteousness that existed in our culture? Not saying that our people didn't do anything wrong. Of course, there are no perfect people on the planet. But now there's a difference between righteousness and unrighteousness. Okay? And you are from a righteous spirit and energy. But you have a counterfeit spirit that you are battling against. Okay? That is an unholy spirit that you have been taught is a holy spirit. Now you tell me how a Holy Spirit can direct a Pope to send people like the conquistadors to America to kill and slaughter millions of people. And not only that, to sanction it. What's holy about that? See, it's, it's like we're retarded. When you're looking at the behavior of these, it's just like when the police kill our children. We got the video there. If we didn't have that video, thank God the Creatrix put it up there so that it could be an eye in the sky when they killed Tyree Nichols. We would have never known about that. But I'm not going to go into that. The point I'm trying to make is that even with the vi videos and we see this evil behavior, you still try to lie your way out of it. Okay, so let's let's look at. Oh yeah, I want to continue with this because before I go into uh, that part, I, I really want to talk about this because this is where you have these people posturing, going to church every Sunday. Okay, posturing as if they have good, clean hearts, which we know cannot be true. Because one thing we know from nature is that a seed is going to produce a, a fruit after its own kind. If you plant a, uh, if you plant a uh, mango tree, you're not going to get oranges. Okay? So what makes you think that all of this evil energy that these people have planted... Okay, that it's going to produce something good. That's crazy to think that. Why, how, how could that? Nature teaches us that that is impossible. So when you plant that energy and those uh, incorrupt seeds and those unrighteous seeds, then that's what you're going to get. But, but, but let's talk about the creator versus God. Now, 
You have been told by these criminals, I don't care if they're religious or not, it's the same energy. Okay, you have been told that <clears throat> there is a heaven in hell that if you uh, become born again, that you're going to go to this mythical place called heaven. But if you don't, you're going to go to this place called hell. So let's break that down. Heaven and hell is a higher and lower consciousness. There is no such thing as no devil. Okay. There's Luciferian energy. Okay. But the reason why you were given some man and horns is to take the spotlight off of the real evil energy. Okay. Now we can still use the term devil if that satisfies you. But we're talking about higher and lower consciousness here and I always like to use you know I go by metamorphosis the black butterfly is the reason why I use that name okay it, it's because one of the greatest lessons teaches us and and this is where they corrupted this born again being saved ideology from because we know that a caterpillar must have a cocoon experience to become a butterfly that's going from lower the higher consciousness, and this is where this comes from. This is, this is where this concept of being born again comes from. But let's look at the, the characteristics. And like the minister said, a white man's heaven is a black man's hell. But, but let's, look at, let's look at this concept of, uh, let's look at the characteristics of the creator, and then let's look at the characteristics of these men that you worship, okay, through what you call a God. The creator of the universe created divine laws. It created human beings. It created our brain. Our, and by the way, the brain is an associative instrument. This is why it's so important that the brain doesn't distinguish between what you see is right or wrong. That's what you do in your consciousness and through your subconscious, through archetypes. But all of the things that you see on this planet was created by the creator. All of the insects, all of the plants, all of the animals, the sun, the moon, the stars, what God you know that can create that? What man you know can create that? But what was created by God? Image worship. You have a picture, a false picture of what you think is a God that you're worshiping. What else did it create? It created blind allegiance, okay, to a religion that has no intrinsic value to you as a person. They gave you something called faith, which you blindly believe has something to do with righteousness when it does not. See, all of, the, all of these things were created and given to you 
so that you can do exactly what our people have done, walk away from the real creator creative spirit. And now we have these plagiarized beings that we look to as the ones that are the conduits between us and the creator creative spirit that that is saying things out of their mouth okay that are false but they told you that in the last days that these false counterfeit spirits would arise they did tell you that they just didn't tell you who it was okay so <clears throat> One of, the, one of the things I really want to talk about to bring this home is that when they first, and I talked about this in, in one of the videos I did with you, Lance, how when they first invaded our lands, there was a great prophecy that they saw. And they saw this prophecy in the Medunetir. Okay? It was the all-seeing eye, the throne, and the bearded man, which frightened them. Because they knew that a black messiah was coming to wipe them out. And this frightened them so much that uh, this is why they began to do the things they did. Okay, be because they knew that, and, and they, they are very aware of prophecy from antiquity. They are very aware of this. We're not because they have replaced this religion, okay, with real prophecy that you believe okay but but they they know things that you don't know simply because they have blinded our people okay so what happened as a result of them finding out this information was they knew that they had to do something to make sure that this never uh manifested and, and this is where I call the great deception began. This is when they began to manipulate the coming forth by day and by night. When they got, when they got the real knowledge and, and they looked at the Medunetra, they began to come up with all of these stories. Okay, and this was not literal. These were mythological stories that they made you think, but at the same time, by them being uh, mythological stories, they still had great significance to our people because we knew that we had to live according to what we interpreted uh, through nature. So they had great significance to our people. So let's, let's, let's talk about, let's fast forward to uh, today in America and, and why they have... Uh, now painted black people as who the bad people okay and they are the good christian white people okay that is painted to the world okay as the saviors of the world simply because you have this fiat money that you can use to dangle before our people like a carrot on a string and we know this story i don't know how much uh, but in America, the origin of this country was based on two major crimes, okay? And we know this from what Dr. Amos Wilson called a crimogenic society, 
okay? And let's talk about the word genocide before I break this down. Uh, genus, which is the Greek word for race, and side, which is the Latin word for killing, okay, is what has been done here, genocide. Okay, the first major crime by the real criminals was the murder, slaughter, and theft of lands of millions of indigenous people here on Turtle Island. Let me say that again. The first major crime that was committed in this country by the real criminals was the theft of lands on Turtle Island, the death and destruction of indigenous black and brown people, okay, in this country. So no matter what type of video you're showing people, and no matter how you're trying to flip the script, we have the record of your behavior. The other massive crime, which incredibly, they have some of our black people making videos that slavery did not exist. This is incredible. This is, a, I don't even know the word for that. I ain't even going to talk about that. But, the, and how, when Lance and Mrs. Scurve have been to Gory Island, you have physically seen where the people were, were housed before they were shipped out here. How in the world could you deny that? We have all the plantations. We have the slave narratives. We have, are all these people lying because you can't find a boat to prove it? This is incredible. Let me, let me tell you. Other, oh, okay. Interject something. You're right. Okay. And I've had so many people get angry at me that I don't have the people that want to come on to try to debunk that. They're mad uh -huh. at me. They get mad. They're followers and whatever. There's so yeah. many that want to acknowledge that and the fact they have a connection to the motherland. Whether oh, they right. were in America thousands of years before slaves came, but they don't want to admit oh, yeah. And when I came here, Mr. Scurve came here to live. Oh, man. Then people went running and hiding. They don't come at me no more. You know, oh, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it, brother. Yeah, because uh, you you have got. I, I just can't understand some of the things that I see that our people do. I really can't understand it, to be honest with you. I don't know if it's because people are paying them. In many cases, that's the case, particularly these academic people who just straight out deny who we are and deny what these evil people have done. But the fact of the matter is, the other major crime was the uh, theft and kidnapping of millions upon millions of African people and the forced labor of those people here in the Americas. And those two massive crimes are still with us today. 
that legacy is still with us today. So, you know, when, when I hear people come into this country and they don't really know the true history of America, this is, this is again the reason why they don't want history taught in school. This is the main reason why they don't want history taught in school, brother. Because there is over, if we were in a court of law, this is overwhelming evidence. You know how they say, well, uh, you can't prove a murder without a body? We got millions of bodies. <laughs> okay? So you, you, you can walk around here because you have a religion called Christianity that falsely makes people think that they are righteous when all of the behavior of these people from the beginning of uh, uh, the Inquisition and the Roman Catholic Church to this day have done nothing but destroyed our people. But yet we continue to worship these people and, and say that, you know, and then people will say, well, you know, there are good people. Okay, it might be fine. That, that may be the case. But they're not holding back these evil people who are continuing to bury our people. And, and I'm, I, I, I want to say this too. Okay, now, we have to deal with ourselves on all levels. Metaphysically, physically, spiritually, psychologically. But we don't live on a cloud. This is our planet. We have to deal with the issues on this planet. Okay, and we have to confront these people with these lies that they are telling people coming here from other countries who themselves are, are going to be are, are prejudiced against us simply because of all the lies by the most evil criminals in the history of the world. And with that, brother, I'm going to I'm going to conclude my presentation, brother. Okay, yeah. very powerful, man. Very intense and very powerful, as it should be, as you, yeah. you all produce that. Because, like I said, you, you're well-studied and, and well-experienced, but also you're connected on a higher plane. Because many of us have experiences. Many of us can study and read a book and back the facts. But you resonate on a whole different level. And this is why... You know, these powers that be don't want this type of stuff out. And as oh, you when you said that there are some entities out here who get paid, that is a 100 mm -hmm. percent because I've been studying this thing for a long time. I'm not going to get up here and complain and say because I don't make their kind of money. It's not about money for me. But no, for it's me, not. But we do need that to keep things going. But yes, yes. These people are propped up because they realize that YouTube and social media is the new CBS, NBC, uh, ABC. You see, mm -hmm, the, mm -hmm. we walk around, mm -hmm. around with our phones in our hand and we can look at anything that we want to see. And usually oh, we're yeah. ready toward, you know, those things that are sweeten, sweeten us up in our ignorance because many have yes. 
people of the world, they'll tell you in a heartbeat. I don't want to have, I don't have nothing to do with Africa. You know, the white man. Oh, yeah. Want, I hear that know. all the time. Yeah. And like oh, you yeah. said, they, that's why they want to keep us from knowing our history so they can, they can uh, uh, bleach it from our memory and our subsequent offspring and children don't know anything else but what they present to us. And we, and we'll become our worst enemy because they will continue to paint Africa and Africans as, as inferior. So I don't even argue with people. I try to feed into the people who are open yes. to understanding what is, because there'll always be these agents right now. And brother Neil just fell off. I'm sorry about that. He might come back on, but I know he had to conclude anyway. And um, hopefully tonight, because I had set up for sister Beatrice to come on, but she came on a little late and the way I had it set up, everything kind of collapsed. So I have that actually for 10. Um, well, I said 10 my time. I'm sorry. I keep saying it that way. Six o'clock. But I might move it back a little bit if I contact her. And then we have Positively Angela coming on. And since he didn't come back, let me just put this banner on top of everything. I got a big plate of food in front of me, and I'm not a pretty sight. I'm, I'm just as ugly, chewing the food up. <laughs> so that's why now you don't see me. So like I said, anyway, um, we have Positively Angela at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sister Beatrice, 10 p.m. for sure, if I can move it back a little bit. And, of course, at, at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have Sister Danina. Yes, for a couple of hours putting it down, just as fiery as ever. And um, I'm pleased with that. And and I recorded that. We recorded that last night. And she will be in the chat room, and there will be a way for you to contact her and support her on the banner. And I'm looking forward to that. And um, it's going to be power-packed. And during the week... You know, I'm going to continue on with the shows. We've been inviting people. Let's see who shows up. If not, I'll come with some good stuff. But there's a lot that we have to talk about. And there's some things I've been researching and have been forwarded to me. I'm going to show on the actual channel. And um, we're definitely going to talk about it because we have to expand um, beyond that, that narrow-minded way or that corralled way they want us to think. You know, with a lot of salt and a lot of sugar and a lot of spices, they get us to think about different things because it appeals to our lower desires, it appeals to our lust. Lust doesn't mean just sex, but the lust for the greed, the lust for material items, the lust for status, the, and the lust for sex too, but all of these things that keep us from thinking beyond because what happens when we're not here? What happens when we're not in our bodies no more? What happens when we don't have our penises, testicles, clitorises, and vaginas? What happens when there's no hormones and urges? What happens when we're out of our body? What happens when we don't have a body to drive a car, but we're in a spiritual body. So we should be gathering and getting ready for that. Not to say you can't enjoy what's here what, right now, but it's fleeting. So why put everything into something that's fleeting? You know, I'm not saying just lay down and don't try to get anything and do. You got to have, you know, get away from the elements. You don't want to be bit up by anything. And here comes Brother Neil again. I got you, brother. I'm going to put that banner back up so we can see you. I just kept it going in a Don King fashion. Until you came back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrapping it down, but go um, ahead. Yeah. No. So, um, what, one of the things that I, I wanted to point out was that every time, every time we progress as a people, there's a whole wave coming at us. Okay, to try to knock us back. And they, and this is done 
in all areas. This this is why we, we have to have people dealing with uh, all all areas that we function in. Because the minute you think you have one area covered, then they're backdooring us with something different. And so I, I try to keep up with uh, a lot of the things that are that are going on because it, it it takes a certain type of mentality to continue to have lies. Do you know, do you know what it takes for lies to, to be able to continue through the centuries? And in this case, through the millennia, you have to have millions of people, okay, that are participating in this. So you may say, okay, yeah, I, I don't agree with uh, racism. No, you may not, but you're not doing anything about it. It's systemic. It continues to be systemic. And the same uh, issues that uh, we have fought against for, I mean, for uh, decades here in this country and for centuries in some cases, they're still here. I mean, they, they may come in a different form, but primarily we're still fighting for just basic human rights. So what is it that makes someone think that you can deny people their human rights and then turn around and say they are the bad people? So you're painting us as the bad people, no morals, no ethics. But much of what our people do is for economic survival. And I'm not justifying this in any way, but you have to take some kind of responsibility for this as well when you have set up a system, okay, that I, I can go anywhere here in the Bay Area and there are brothers standing out, you know, with nothing to do there are no, uh, the other thing that I've noticed too is that there are, I don't know what they are, but there is a, they're Europeans, I don't know if they're Ukrainians or what have you, but there's a whole new wave of people that are here now in the Bay Area. Okay, and a lot of them are doing the traditional things that are, that black people used to do. Well, a couple of weeks ago, uh, when I went to Oakland, I went down to this area where, uh, you know, we used to go and, you know, kind of hang out and have some fun or whatever. It's totally different. It is totally different. So what they're doing is they're, they're removing our people from the traditional areas that um, we have been in and then they're replacing them with these other people. And so, I, brother, this is a full court uh, press on us. You know, they continue to, as I said earlier, try to paint us as as evil uh, or what's the word that uh, Marsha used when she was telling me that her uncle said, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, like predatory behavior, like, oh, yeah, this is what, what they say is that black men in particular are predators. 
that uh, we are looking for opportunities to, to hurt people, to commit crimes against them, that we are preying on tourists. All of this stuff they're saying. Now, granted, there may be a small percentage, less than 10% of our people or our young people that are engaged in this type of behavior. But for them to paint a broad brush for, of all black men based on that, okay, when we know, like, like what I was just talking about, what the origins of this is, and, and much of the violence that we see in our society, black men didn't originate this violence. A lot of it came out of just basically having to survive against people that are trying to um, wipe you out. So, you know, black people, black men in particular, learn that they had to do certain things in order just not to be totally destroyed. And uh, it's not, I can, I can see, like, uh, I can see maybe five years down the road from here that there are not going to be any black well, now it's very few black male teachers at any school system you go to, but I can see them using artificial intelligence to teach our children. And they're going to use this artificial intelligence and replace any of the black male teachers or female teachers for that matter that are teaching our children. It's already that way. It's already that way. 75% of the people that teach our children do not come from our community. But um, I also can see how they're going to use uh, artificial intelligence to do this. And then we know the algorithms are already going to be discriminating against us because <clears throat> this is what's being programmed into them by the people who are doing the coding. So there, there are a lot of things that uh, we have to take on now in the field of education that uh, our people cannot turn a deaf ear to and a blind eye. We can no longer afford to do this because it's going to have a devastating impact on, on um, our community as black people. So I would, I would say that if we somehow... And, and, and I know this is because I think Bill Cosby tried to do this, and this is why they fabricated uh, all of these charges against him, where he tried to buy a major network. Uh, there is no BET anymore, which even BET began to, you know, program things that were really irrelevant to, to our growth and development as a people. But... We're going to have to get some type of major media outlet. Because uh, you know, now, even though on YouTube, a lot of the message, a lot of our messages are getting out. But they can deflect. We can we see how and, and I know, brother, they're deflecting you. That's plain to see what they're trying to do. Because because they they are not used to getting straight black coffee. So this is something that um, they do not want. But 
if if we and we have we have people that have not only the money but also we have people that have the knowledge a lot of our people have been working in media for decades so you just have to have the will to do it but one of the main reasons why we need a major media outlet is because again everything that you see on tv involves you know this image that is anti-black okay and so even some of the shows which i don't watch tv uh but some of the shows if i turn it on and look at it and i see some of the shows our people are not our people are not being featured on any um major uh tv networks at all there there are no sh and, and if they do come up with a show it's it's something silly you know that has nothing to do uh everything is about comedy and comedy is fine you know we have to have comedy because you gotta laugh to keep from crying that's how black people survive for so long being able to laugh at a lot of this foolishness but then the flip side of that is we don't see our people in any um, significant roles doing anything that um, has any significant value to our culture or, or to, you know, civilization. And, and this is a major mistake that we're making. Um, some, somehow we have to challenge these networks with their programming. Now, there may be somebody uh, in the chat room, or uh, certainly Lance, you have this knowledge, but, you know, the thing is, is the more that we see, okay, the images that they're projecting of our people, the more we see that we are not perceived as uh, people who are leaders when we are the original people of the planet. We're not seen as leaders. We're not seen as, as people that, effect, and particularly black males, they have a lot of our sisters on TV. Not a lot of them, but they have more of them than us. But particularly the image of black men is the one they're going after because when you live in a patriarchal society, the male figure is very important to how things are perceived, how the younger generation uh, learn to, to do things that are uh, that will help move the culture forward. And right now, the way they had it, have it set up is our young men are moving our culture, our culture, backwards. And this is by design. You know, I'm not I'm not blaming them or putting any um, you know, bad energy on them. I'm just saying that if they see more images other than sports figures, uh, if they see more of our people as scientists, as engineers, as doctors, as people who are doing things to effectively uh, raise the level of, of our culture beyond just pimps and hoes, okay, then this will do a lot 
to help, you know, ward off this attack, this full-blown attack against black male masculinity. And, and that's the other thing as well. These people have a problem dealing with black male masculinity. And because of that, they want to regulate any black men that are seen on television or any mass media, even in the movies, as either infeminine or being under the control and direction of a stronger white male. So these type of things that, uh, you know, and, and I get it, this is Holly Weird that's projecting all of this, but you can't tell me that we, so, so this goes back to, you know, the fact that rather than, uh, and I was listening to a narrative the other day when uh, he was talking about how the black, I mean, yeah, the, um, the Negro League, which was a fully functioning, self-sustained league that was supported by our people. Again, when our people, segregation did more to harm us than help us. Because when our people were functioning by themselves, they did amazing things. There were great players in the Negro League. But once they got Jackie Robinson into the major, what they call the major leagues, then our people just threw away everything. Just threw away the Negro League, and then it became a thing where we want to, you know, we want to move to the major leagues because that means that we, that validates that we have made it. Just like in every other industry, in this country, the only way we're validated is if we move into the areas that they are in, that they say that now you have arrived, when your real strength is being independent, building independent platforms like you have done, and building independent things, uh, uh, industries that we can benefit from. Uh, in the areas of manufacturing and distribution. But again, they have this onslaught of our people focusing on primarily things that well, teenagers are concerned about. You know what I mean? It, it, it's an incredible situation when you have adult male and females you know, the only thing they want to hear or the only thing they want to look at is things that we did when we were in high school or, you know, when we were young, like 19, 20 years old. These are the things that, that our people are, are, you know, these are the things that we get excited about. And this has to change because th those things are not going to do anything to help move us along. Because what's coming down the road for black people is a total destruction of our true culture and a total destruction of our ability to provide for ourselves.
because they're closing the door. They're closing the doors on every single area that we are prolific. The only reason why it's not done in sports and entertainment is because that traditionally has been the primary ways or uh, the primary value that we provide to them. Okay, either entertainment, comedy, or sports. And that's it. And if you're not if you're not prolific in any one of those three areas, you won't catch hell in this country as a black man or woman. If you're or if you're not regurgitating the lies, they're gonna to try to shut you down. And so it comes to a point where we just have to accept, okay, that we have to build our own independent programming. And, and again, YouTube have, has done a tremendous value to us uh, in terms of us being able to get our message out. Okay, but then now I'm beginning to see something else coming as a result of that, where they're putting um, us against each other, okay? And they're doing that through a, a variety of ways. But now you have our brothers primarily arguing with each other about insignificant things when we have a whole lot more to be concerned about. Because if we're, if we're not uh, able to distribute or manufacture goods and services, then we're going to be at the mercy of people who hate us. And not only do they hate us, they are determined because they have tried everything in their power to destroy our people. Whether it's bringing guns into our community, whether it's bringing drugs into our community, okay, whether it's putting, destroying the black family structure, whether it's putting uh, black relationships against each other, Okay, whether it's uh, uh, getting us to put value in things that have no accessible value, okay, they have continued to do whatever they can do. And now, since they know that they were unable to do this, then now they're bringing other people from other cultures, uh, no matter what culture they're coming from. All right, now to put against us because they are still and they're they're always going to use this uh, communist manifesto uh, program where they're going to have a labor class fighting against each other for crumbs while they're sitting up here pulling the strings. And so when you think about people that come from countries that basically <laughs> and are making five dollars a day and they come here they're going to do whatever uh they can they see this as paradise and i think this is the mistake that our people are making these traditional jobs that we've always depended on they're no longer here by design in the summertime 
where our kids were able to work at different places uh, or have, you know, the Boys and Girls Clubs and the YMCAs. And those places, they're not able to do that any longer. They're, our kids are no longer um, able to work in the summertime because they'd rather pay um, people coming from other countries who will work for 6 and $7 an hour. So maybe not so much in California, but in other parts of the country I've heard and uh, I've done some research about people are, are willing to work for six, seven dollars an hour. And that's a lot of money to them when they came from, okay, a culture where they were being making, in some cases, some of these people were making $10 a day. So... <clears throat> This is what we're up against, brother, not only from the economic standpoint, but from the fact that they are destroying our image before the world. Okay, and once once they've done this, then this is the way that you isolate people from progressing. Because when, when people see you as demonic and as criminals, they don't want to have nothing to do with you. You can't catch a break for anything, okay? And everything that you try to do, they're always going to remind you about um, what the image that they are projecting about you to the world. And, uh, and most of all, our young people don't have anything to aspire to because they're going to have to go to the same people that we know have locked us out. get any type of help. So brother, my next appointment is calling me. So uh yes brother I, I need to respond to them because you know I can sit and talk with you all day. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you have to go brother. and um yeah I have to go yeah yeah I know you have to go it's it we're we're just gonna wait for the week to come through and I know it's gonna fly by yeah. quick you know, it's always a pleasure. I'm not cutting you short, but I know you have to go. And um, like I said, talk with me through the week, and and we'll plan on what we do next Monday. We'll make it happen, as yes, always. Sir. All right, brother Lance. Well, peace and blessings, and I'll talk to you again soon. Much love, brother. Thank you. Much love and All respect. Right, much love. Okay, Def definitely, definitely. Wow, I um, I'm always. I'm always knocked down at how he can come up with things that we know, but he brings a different perspective and it just reignites a need to know more and to study and to walk taller, to walk righteous. And as we get older in our chronological years, doesn't mean we are old, but it's refreshing to know that there are people out there that think like us, even if we're not thinking on a monolithic level, we, we see it here in cyberspace and hopefully on this platform more where we're not alone. We're connected. And it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's a beautiful thing. And um, I'm looking forward to it. We're preparing for Beatrice Noel to come on. And let me see, how long will it be? What time is it now? Another hour. So there's a couple of things got to do. And again, we um, we have Positively Angela coming on at 8 o'clock 
Eastern Standard Time, she'll be speaking about the fig. She just told me. And after that, at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, we're going to have um, Sister Danina, and that's going to knock it out the park. <laughs> Trust me. I was right there with her, I know. So it's going to be a wonderful evening of content. Catch a break. Get ready because we're going to have a good night and a good tomorrow also because I got a few things planned up my sleeve um, in a different way. So we have a lot of content coming. So anyway, I'm not cutting him short because he had to go. I'm not cutting you short because I have many hours tonight together, back together in the chat room. Who can make it? And I'm going to set up right now and contact Beatrice, make sure that we're all there on time and everything. That'll be about another hour. It's uh, 8.59 for me. I know it's, what, 4.59 for you on the East Coast. So this will be at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay? I'm going to finish up this meal. I'm feeling real good. Um, I'm in my zone, and I feel good about that. And I want to thank you all for all that you do with your presence being here, the moderators that are here. And um, I'm just a happy man that way. So thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to play a song or two, and we're going to ease on out of here and um, move on to the next one. Thank you all so much. Much love. Much love.
showed up in our country telling us of a land filled with luxury he said black man follow me to america there you'll find more gold for your labor our foreparents were tricked onto his boat since that time we've been wrestling with the gold we landed here in jamestown virginia for a hundred years to suffer so my friend it's easy to tell white man heaven is black man hell when the slave master wanted to have some sport he would heap on our parents cruelties of the worst sort burn them at stake hang them on trees his ears were deaf to our parents please though you were pregnant black woman you pull the plow like a horse like a dog even a cow he filled your womb with his wicked seed his half white children you were made to breed oh my friend it's easy to tell white man heaven is a black man hell called Negro, open up your eyes, black man everywhere is on the rise, he has kicked the white man out of Asia, and he's going fast out of Africa, with every ounce of strength and breath, his cries give us liberty or give us death, the whole black world has their eyes on you, to see what the so-called Negro is going to do so my friend it's easy to tell our unity will give the white man God made a promise to Abraham 
his seed would be a stranger in a foreign land. They would suffer and be afflicted four hundred years, but he would come and wipe away their tears. Our God and Savior, Allah has come. He has declared the white man's day is done. He has given us a divine messenger, one prophesied to come. His name is Elijah. We now can stand up the whole world to tell. Our God has come to give us heaven. And take the devil into hell. Why are we called Negroes? Why are we deaf, dumb, and blind? Why is everybody making progress, yet we seem to be lagging so far behind? Why are we mistreated? Why are we in this condition, stripped of our names, our language, our culture, our God, and our religion? Here in America, all of our religious training has been gotten by the preacher. He has told us of a heaven way up in the sky that we can't enjoy now, but rather after we die. But all of the years that we're living, for us there's nothing but hell, pain, torture, and misgiving. Yet the Bible speaks of a heaven filled with material luxury which the white man and the preacher has right here so we see so my friend take it for what it's worth your heaven and your hell is right here on this earth so let's check back into history which rewards all research and tells us plainly before the white man gained entry to the east he was living in the caves of Europe, a ravenous beast, eating juniper roots and eating flesh raw, till God sent Moses to civilize him and teach him the law. Then following Marco Polo, an explorer, he gained entry into Asia and Africa. From China, he took silk and gunpowder. From India, he took jute manganese and rubber. He raped Africa of her diamonds and her gold. From the Mideast he took barrels of oil untold. Raping, robbing and murdering everything in his path. The whole black world has tasted of the white man's wrath. So my friend, it's not hard to tell. A white man's heaven is a black man's hell. Thank you.
America, we were living in the east by the Nile River. We were living in luxury, enjoying freedom, justice, and equality. We wore silken robes and slippers of gold. We were the wealthiest and the wisest people, I'm told. Now we are the poorest of the poor. Nobody wants us at their door. So, my friend, it's easy to tell. White man heaven is black man hell. When the white man came to America, he told the Indian, I am your white brother. He said, Red man, I'll treat you the best. Yet and still he pushed the Indian further west with his white woman and fire water. With tricks and lies, he stole America, the original owner of this nation. Is cooped up on a reservation. So, my friend, it's easy to tell. White man heaven is black man hell. He needed someone to work the land. His back was too weak. He needed you, black man. So he commissioned. Sir John Hawkins to commit the world's most grievous sin to take a man who's born to be free and bring him down to slavery to sell a man as merchandise on his body put a price oh my friend it's easy to tell white man heaven is black man hell For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. 